Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Wednesday's Here's the Deal. It's October 5th. And if you're watching on Facebook with me live right now, I'm grateful. Maybe you're watching on uh, Facebook, you know, some other time. Maybe you're listening to the podcast right now. Uh, it's just always great to have people uh, tuning in. Last week, I had to uh, postpone uh, the show because of some conflicts. I hate doing that. But uh, here I am today. And I posted something on my Facebook page, um, my social media accounts, that I am was really excited about this uh, book that I want to write, at, you know, sometime be before the end of next year. And man, there were just tons and tons of people who were praying for me and wanting a copy of the book and, you know, wanted to know all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, information about the book. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about it just for a second. And the, the, the component that I want to look at is this. How did I know it was God's will for me to write this book? Okay, isn't that a great question? And I was asked that by a whole bunch of you. How do I know or how did I know that it is God's will for me to write this book? Obviously, you know, I can open up the scriptures and I'm not going to find anything in there that says, hey, Rick, write a book, right? So, so how did I go about determining um, that this was the, the Lord's will? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you just a couple thoughts, okay? Um, I want you to know right out of the gate that knowing uh, God's will is absolutely possible, okay? Obviously, everything that's written in the scriptures is God's will, Okay? So knowing God's will is absolutely knowable and provable, okay? I want to read to you an important passage that Paul wrote that I think we all need to keep in mind when you're thinking about how do you know God's will. He said this in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. He said, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, okay? Don't, you know, keep becoming like the world, okay? When, when, when we gave our life to Christ, Jesus said we're to deny ourselves, okay? That means we've got to deny what we want. We deny our feelings and our hopes and our dreams and our goals. All of us goes by the wayside. And then he said, you take up your cross and you follow him. So Paul is saying, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, okay? but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, allow uh, God and his word to do a work really primarily in our minds because it's these brains of ours. It's the truth that sets us free. It's the truth that transforms. Forms us. It's not our feelings or whatever, or emotions. It's the truth. And then he says this: if if you stop conforming to the world, if you if you stop trying to be like the world and adopt 
all of their thoughts and ideas and, and on what's right or what's wrong, and you let God transform your mind, he says this, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So here's what we learn in this verse. Number one, if you want to know God's will about anything, let me just tell you something. It begins with making sure you're allowing the word of God to transform you, that the world isn't transforming you, but God's word is transforming you. And then when, when that is happening, wow, now you'll be able to understand better God's will. And then he says three things about God's will. The first thing is he says, hey, it's good. God's will for your life, beloved, is first of all, it's good. It may not seem like it's good. It may not feel like it's good. But God says, my will for your life, first of all, is good. But not only is it good, it's pleasing. When, when it's all said and, and, and done, you go, wow, I allowed God to transform me by, by his word. And not only was his will for me good, but man, it was pleasing. Okay. Doesn't mean it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean it didn't come with suffering and trials and troubles and all of that. But when it's all said and done, wow, it was pleasing. And then he says, it was perfect. In other words, it was tailor-made for you. God's will is good, it's pleasing, and it's made just for you. And so let me give you, let me get a little more specific. I'm going to give you five things I always do when I'm trying to discover the Lord's will on it, on something. And I'm going to use this book I'm writing, Okay. Here are the five things you always want to do. Number one, you always focus on God's revealed will. And what is his revealed will? It's the scriptures. It goes back to Romans 12. If, if you're spending time in God's word, his revealed word, his revealed will, let me tell you something. That's where it begins, because if you don't, if you aren't, then you're never going to know his will for your life. You, you just you just won't. It, it'll be a mystery to you. So you always want to make sure that you're a, a man or a woman or a student or a child of the word. You stay focused on this and you do everything you can to live out God's revealed will, okay? And then the second thing is, is that you, you pray. Uh, I began to pray. God, I, I'm thinking about, you know, writing a book. I don't know if it's your will or not. I don't know if this is something you want me to do. I don't know. I can't find it in scripture, though I'm spending time in the word. Uh, God, help me. Is this something that you think I should do with my time, my energy, my resources, whatever all that might be? You pray. You got to pray. Then the third thing you do is that, that then you, you go back to the scriptures and you say, okay, God, here's this dream I've got. Uh, it's about writing a book. Is there anything in the scriptures that would prohibit me from doing it? And obviously there's nothing in the scriptures that prohibit me from writing a book. I did this when I was the, when I ran for, for mayor. 
I, I focused on this, spent time here, I began to pray, and then I went to the scriptures and said, hey, is there anything in here that pro- prohibit me, prohibit me from being the mayor? And I, there was nothing. Then you always want to ask mature, wise, godly counselors, people, what they think. So you spend time on his revealed will, the scriptures, you pray, you seek the scriptures to see if what you're about ready to do, does God prohibit it in any way? And then you go talk to godly people, godly people, people who will tell you the truth. Everybody's got friends out there, you know, oh, oh, you're great. Yeah, that's your dream. It's always been your dream. You got to go for it. Do you do your dream? Whatever it might be. Those kinds of people are good to have in your life. But hopefully you have some really godly people. I mean, people that have walked with the Lord a long time, that are full of the wisdom of the Lord so that they can hear what it is you're thinking about doing and then they can enter into it. And I had a number of really godly people who I would share this idea, this thought, this dream I've had for a long time about writing a book. Then all of them said, oh, without a doubt, you got to write a book. I mean, it was just a a no-brainer. And then... The last thing you, you do is you, you pray. Okay. So it, it begins really by looking at the word of God, reading the word of God, allowing the word of God to transform you. Because when that's happening, you're going to know about his good and pleasing and perfect will. Then you get on your knees and you begin to pray. Then you search the scriptures again and say, God, this thing I'm dreaming about, this thing that I, I want to do, is it, is it prohibited by you? Is this something you don't want your people involved in? And then you want to go and talk with godly people, godly counselors. And then last but not least, you just want to pray again and just say, Lord, is this something you want me to do really? And so... I did all those things and man, it was a no brainer to me that I needed to write a book. I did think about somebody else in scripture who had a really great thought, a wonderful dream. And it was King David. He wanted to build God a temple. Remember? He wants to build God a temple. That's a good thing. That's a, that's a good dream. That's a good goal. God deserves a temple. God wants a temple. Man, David nailed it, right? I mean, God needs a temple. And David says, I'm going to build you a temple. The problem was, was that God showed up and said, David, I'm going to have a temple, but you're not the one who's going to build it. It's a great dream. It's a wonderful idea you have. Good goal, but you're not the one who's going to do it. And David didn't build the temple. David's son, Solomon, ended up building the, the, the temple. My, my point in sharing that with you is this, is sometimes you can have a really, really great God-honoring dream or goal or whatever the word is, vision. I don't care what word you want to use. It's God honoring. It's something fantastic. It's something that'll, you know, God would want. But sometimes God steps in during your times of prayer, during your times 
when you're counseling with others and you're talking with others, gathering some wisdom from others, and maybe even that last time when you get begin to pray and you begin to understand, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. As good as this is, as right as this is, as righteous as this is, as godly and holy as this thing is, God doesn't want me to do it. And you have to be okay with God saying, great dream you have, great goal you have, great vision you have, but it ain't my will for your life. It's not my perfect will for your life. And I think for a lot of people, that's a hard thing to swallow. You have a dream and, you know, and for whatever reason, you know, God didn't let it happen. Well, when you gave your life to Christ, what you did was you denied yourself. You denied your dreams, your goals, your visions, whatever all those things are. That's the very first thing you do when you become a follower of Jesus. You say, my dreams, my will don't matter anymore. What matters is the will of God. And I think these five things that I gave you today will help you, help all of us really determine what is God's will for our lives. So if this was helpful, hey, give me a, uh, you know, share this with somebody. Uh, let your friends know about it. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Facebook, get the podcast. Uh, that's where I really want people to go is the podcast. It's way easier. You can really listen to it anytime when you're on a walk or driving around, whatever it might be. And for those of you that are on the podcast, make sure you give me a five-star rating, leave a, a comment. Okay. It really helps get the word out and uh, blessings, everybody. See you next week.